the money it's been a while since we've done one of these and it is a big one an instant reaction podcast this time it's a big boy up front justin scott flips from ohio state to the canes d this is one of those guys that the staff felt really good about back before he ended up committing to ohio state they just stay with it man and what a flip for the staff you know this cycle to me when you think about what defined the cycle it was them saying we're going to sign the best defensive line class in the country and we're going to sign whale dts and they were mocked for that when it didn't happen they tried they got all these guys on campus but it, it didn't happen so that failure that goal followed by the failure i think defined this class in a negative way so to land a guy like Justin Scott, who is not only a five-star, but a high high five-star. I'm pulling up the rankings now uh, just to see where he is in the latest, uh, the latest rankings. I believe he's overall from Chicago, Illinois. Um, at, the, at, of course, the defensive tackle position, which is such a key one for Miami. This is absolutely huge. And it's not an end point. It's not a signing day flip, right? This is November 29th. So not only is it huge for everything that it represents as far as Justin Scott, which we could talk about, but it's huge for the momentum of the class. And we got plenty to talk about. By the way, if you're hearing me a little fuzzy, I apologize. I'm on my I'm, I'm at, a, I'm at a, a work event here in New York City. Um, so I got the I just got out. I literally got out to all these texts. I had like 50 texts from everybody telling me about this commit. Um, I had a feeling something was brewing, uh, but I didn't expect it to break right now. So again, we just jumped on here. Sorry if I don't have my mic. We're, I was not planning to do all this, but we're up in New York City. I got I got my suit on. I'm feeling like Ric Flair. You know, he did those promos with the $400 shoes. He starts picking them up and showing it to everybody. Uh, that's how I'm feeling. feeling, feeling like new money here with this commit. And let's talk about the player, right? I mean, it's out of position of big-time need. We understand that Leonard Taylor, Jared Harrison Hunt have decisions that they're making right now. But you would expect that this is a guy who steps in and makes an impact right away. Oh, I mean, for, when you – look, I'll say this. Defensive tackle is a position that requires a little bit of time. So you have to keep that part of it in mind. More than any other position, probably, aside from maybe tight end, that's a position that usually takes some time. Um, but, you know, he's going to play. But the, the, the rankings, number seven on the 247 sports national rankings. Number player, three, D-Tackle. Yeah. Number seven player in the nation. <laughs> that's that's high, high. You know, there's there's gears, there's tiers uh, to these um to these rankings. So not all five stars are ranked the same. There's a top 10 player. And there's like a top 30 player. There's a top 10 player in the nation. And uh, from a place in Chicago, which we talked about on the podcast, you know, we always said, look at those big cities. You want to get those big bodies? Why don't you go to the big cities? Because those are not the big bodies that are going to the farm. Those are the big bodies that like cities. And what have they done? On the offensive line, a Samson Okalola, you know, from Brockton. A huge get. Now on the defensive line, you're getting a guy from Chicago, Marquise Lightfoot, defensive end, who's a top 100 player, another Ohio State uh, victory over Ohio State's defensive line class. Where's he from? 
uh, Chicago. So these big cities will produce big linemen that are not necessarily going to go SEC, and those are places we should continue to target uh, when you get results like this with Justin Scott. And moves Miami's class up to number five as well, which when you talk about Mario Cristobal, this is what he does, right? He, he closes. He always has a high-profile flip late. But like you said, we're not even at the finish line yet, and we're already starting to hear rumblings of there could be more. Jeremiah Smith just tweeted, whoa, right? Obviously him being the, the battle with Ohio State there. That one may, may, may be something that catches him by surprise. I'm not saying that's going to be the, the deciding factor for him, but this momentum is a real thing when it comes to recruiting down the stretch. Yeah, look, when I talked to Miami about defensive tackle last week, obviously they talked about the portal guys, which we've talked about. That's going to be a huge priority. But it was interesting. When I asked about defensive tackle, I'm like, look, are you guys evaluating other young defensive tackles? They said, they said, you know, we definitely want we want two. Right now there's only one. Right? There was only one at the time, Artavius Jones. They felt good about keeping. We'll be a battle, but they feel good about keeping. And I said, well, you know, are you looking at, are you evaluating you guys? Are you throwing out new offers? They said, look, the truth is, unless somebody just blows our mind, we're not in the business of lowering our standard at the tackle. We want guys of that class that we were recruiting initially. And I remember thinking like, yeah, that's good in theory, but you got to get, you got to get guys in. You can say you don't want to settle right. all day, but you're not going to get guys in. You don't have any young defensive tackles. This was cooking for a while. I'd be getting hints, but I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't know Justice Scott was going to flip. You know, I, I I knew something was happening. I did not know Justice Scott was the name. He was very close to coming originally. Um, there were some reservations with the distance. I'm guessing those have been resolved. He has a close family friend who's walking onto the program again. Marquise Lightfoot also is from Chicago, so there's some ties. But I think he might already be on the team, if I'm not mistaken. Well, there you go. So. And, and, and D, by the way, not to interrupt you, but Artavius Jones, so I don't know if you can see it, but he has already reposted. He's reposted the uh, commitment almost immediately as well. So not that it means much, but he probably would, is going to be pretty excited to play next to a guy like that. And he's someone I think has been – people have been nervous about Artavius Jones because we, had, we missed on all the other guys, so we needed him. And then he was also in a very tough territory – so you're like, are we going to lose this guy too? Is he going to break our heart too? Get a lot better with him lately. You never know, obviously, but, but communication has been great with him. So let's say these are the two defensive tackles in the class, which is not a given. Miami's, you cannot sleep on Cristobal to do anything um, when it comes to, to, to this roster. Um, but let's say these are the, two, the two guys we have right now are the two defensive tackles. You were talking about supreme athletes, Justice Scott, basketball player, a very fluid mover. That's his calling card is his athleticism. That's why he is the number seven player overall in the country. 6'4", 3'10". He's got the size, um, but he's not a nose tackle. He's super athletic. Artavius Jones, tight end. Uh, you know, and, and it's crazy. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, just say these are athletes. That's, that's, you're bringing in athletes with body types. Justin Scott, you, you you know, you beat out the likes of obviously he was committed to Ohio State, but this is a guy that Georgia wanted, Michigan wanted, Alabama wanted. That was his top five with Miami, right? So this is the cream of the absolute crop, right? You keep landing guys like this, and 
obviously the quarterback situation is is at the forefront of everything going on here, which we'll get into, you know, moving forward in the coming days on Kane's insight, right? But this one right here could really spark a fun December here for Kane's fans coming up. Yeah, and look, like and subscribe to the podcast. Number one, there's gonna be a lot of these instant reaction pods coming up and a lot of regular pods and a ton of content. Basketball, we're all over. Um, Pete had a post game like he does for pretty much every game. Um, but it's going to be on uh, just all the way through. And the boards are going crazy. Kane'sInsight.com message board. Sign up. It's free. You sign up for the message boards. And you can get all kinds of just exclusives from me. Um, you know, a lot, most of the names in the class you heard first from Kane's Insight. Uh, Justin Scott, I was, that was one I was wrong about back then. As I said, Miami felt real good about that one. Obviously, they were wrong, but they eventually became right uh, on Scott. Um, but you're getting un- unmatched news and also just reaction. I mean, Pete, pull up Kane's insight. How many how many views and react and and how many responses on that Justin Scott thread right now? It's got to be well. In- we have we have almost two thousand people on the website right now. Nineteen hundred people on the site. The Justin Scott thread has already one hundred fifty seven replies and forty eight minutes here, forty five minutes. 2000 views and then we're dropping the info on the guys leaving or going for the draft uh, or saying for, for the draft a lot of decisions to be made i dropped some info on a couple of the offensive linemen jalen rivers and matt lee today they're both in their decision making process but miami working hard to get both of those guys back and there's a good chance we see both of them back let's see yeah so you know kane's insight again the, the speed of it it makes twitter look like the newspaper you know, just how quick the info turns and how quick the comments turn. Pete had great info. Pete plugged into the NFL from his agent days. Um, great info on Matt Lee and um, Jalen Rivers. And look, that's a good segue. Momentum. Miami's momentum was like this all year because they'd have a great win, then they'd have a horrible loss. They had a really a tough stretch. Recruiting wasn't going anywhere. Interesting. So, Momentum was stalled out for the most part. You had a, a little burst with a good win, and then it go right back down. Miami won their last game decisively. Okay, TVD, who was a source of a lot of neg- negativity, good or bad. I'm not going to talk about TVD just other than say that chapter is gone. So all that negativity that surrounded him, some of it through not his own fault, but whatever it was there, that's gone. Miami is. Deep in the portal, there are names I want to say that I cannot say that are impact players, NFL type players who are my who um, have reached out, put it that way, um, at multiple positions of need. And Miami's trying to keep their own guys. Pete, you posted the updates. Malagoa, Francisco. I mean, Matt Lee, Neil yeah. Rivers. You bring two or three of those guys, two or all three of those guys back. I mean, those are those are big time. Those are bigger than any guy you're going to get in the portal, right? Um, yeah. So, all of these things could happen in the next few weeks leading up to signing day. All these portal commits, all these guys coming back, and then you have the recruiting part. It all feeds into it's each other. You have people on the team want to see who the quarterback's going to be in the portal. You get a good quarterback right. in the portal. It's going to lead to a lot of good things from your own team, and then also people trying to join the team. 
You mentioned Jeremiah Scott and, and Octavius Jones. People notice this is a top 10 player in the nation. People notice this stuff. You know, someone like Armando Blunt, you notice these things. So I, I did not – go ahead. No, I was going to say the, the, the importance of keeping these guys that you brought from the portal last year, right, who you look at what what I was going to say Ohio State, Florida State has done, and a lot of people have tried to point out, well, they've built a lot through the portal, but a lot of those guys have not been there for a couple years, right? So it's not just that – it's not a one-year rental. You could really build more of a real culture like that. And these guys that you're mentioning and Matt Lee and Rivers and – Mauagoa, Mauanoa, I should say, as it's nice. uh, correctly pronounced. That's right. Um, they're building block type guys in that locker room. It, you're losing a Cam Kitchens. You're losing a James Williams, who were respected guys on the defensive side of the ball, right? That's that becomes the issue is when you keep having this turnover, you can't really build something to to sustain it. You had a great freshman class. A lot of these guys stood out in the Baines, the Mark Fletchers, the Damari Browns, but you're key. You, you have a chance now to keep a lot of, a lot of that foundation for next season. Yeah. And that's going to be, but look, one thing I talked to Miami about that I think is very wise when it comes to recruiting that I've heard from them is they say, listen, we're talking to so many people that are committed to other schools. They're all recruiting now. I know. You know, to think that people are trying to get our guys in recruiting is is naive. So there might be people coming in and out. You know, the portal is a different story. But just like people are probably trying to reach out to Miami and see what's going on, I bet our guys are trying to reach out to other schools and see what's going on. I mean, I know that um, some of them are going to be people we want to keep. You know, with some of those battles. Hopefully, hopefully you win them all, all the ones you want to win. Some of them you don't care if you lose. Um, so that's going to be uh, something to watch is just enjoy the ride, all the ups and downs. Kate, this is going to be just going crazy with every up and down. It, there's going to be overreactions, whatever. But you kind of just got to look at it at the end and say, we lost some, we got some. How do we look compared to last year? And that's going to be the real measure. Is the talent level going up? Overall, it's going to be some losses. There's going to be a lot of wins. What's it look like at the end of the day when the dust settles? Great start here at the end of November as we go into the closing stretch of recruiting. We'll see Mario all over the country, I'm sure, closing this thing out. D, big win tonight for the Canes with Justin Scott. Kind of takes away from the basketball loss last night somewhat. Um, but. Yeah. Great, look, great start here. I know you talked about it, Pete. That look, the basketball, it's it's a long season. They learned some lessons. Some young guys grew up. Keyshawn George, I like some of the things I saw from him. My my hot take, and we'll keep this really football, but my, my hot take, Pete, is if this team is going to make a big run in the tournament, our primary distributor at the end of games is going to be Keyshawn George. He has to, I'm with you. He has to grow into that role. He's not there yet, but he's the guy that can get everybody the ball where they want because of his size and his vision. He's got to get to that. So they got to get from point A right now to that point. 
by the end of the year. But that's he threw a couple like, oops. I mean, he threw a couple alley oops that Nwoku just wasn't ready for. I don't think he even thought that George was capable of 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 making that pass. I don't know. It was, but but I don't think anyone else on the roster makes that play. When you can find shooters too, he's six seven. You right. can't stop his, yeah. his. The passing lanes are different. But that's a topic for another day. Again, Justin Scott's a hooper. Chicago. Uh, that's where the athleticism comes from. So, you know, if you had a, if I had a comparison for Justice Scott, was this, you know, this is a Justice Scott power. We're talking about a lot of things about the impact of his commitment, but the player itself, Jay, uh, Leonard Taylor, same size pretty much, similar body, similar athlete, um, kind of inside-outside guys. Remember Leonard Taylor when he came, there, I know there was some discussion internally about maybe they play him at defensive end. I heard that from a coach at that time. Just as he gets bigger, they eventually move him inside. He ended up, he ended up starting out inside, but got pushed around a little bit, made some plays. But you know they were playing with playing him outside too. I think Scott's that kind of guy, uh, athletic, big body, needs to physically mature. But similar to Leonard Taylor, you lose a Leonard Taylor, you get another Leonard Taylor, hopefully. And I think rating wise, they're very very similar. Uh, this guy's the seventh player in the country. I don't know when Leonard Taylor was. He's probably like sixth or fifth or fourth maybe they're about the same same range so uh you lose one you get one i'm looking up that looking up that rating right now for you he was a he was the number four national player number three defense alignment on 247 and number 11 national number four defense alignment on the composite so Right in that right in that yeah, same Scott, range. what's top 10 play. scott's 12 on the composite seven on 247 yep. so so very similar players, very similar bodies, uh, athleticism, and it's going to be a. I mean, this is a huge start, but I don't think Miami's done on the defensive line. I think Miami. The locked on Kane's inside man. We'll have the latest for you. Like this video. Subscribe to the channel. We've been getting those subscribers up. I appreciate everyone who's been subscribing, and we're going to keep bringing you this this sort of content every week here on Kane's Insight. Yeah, the names, you're going to get the names first on Kane's Insight. Denias White, who just, who you know, I, I just saw Wolf on just made a post that said he just put a crystal ball to the Seminoles for Denias White, the big defensive tackle out of, out of North Carolina, but the Miami's rising in that race. That's the name you first uh, heard about on Kane's Insight in one of my editions of the bank. So we're going to give it to you. It's going to be, you know, uh, FDIC certified um, when, when we give it to you. But, um, it's going to be a very exciting, exciting month. I know that, put it this way, the people that are making the moves are very optimistic that Miami is going to have a much better roster when the dust settles here in January than they do, you know, than they did this season. And they got a lot better from the season before. So let's see how it all shakes out. Should be fun to watch. Appreciate everyone for tuning in tonight. Go Canes. Go Canes.